This is capacity part three. So if you missed capacity part one and part two, uh, the CD is out in the back. Capacity, uh, the whole series, is about seasons of your life when you're at capacity, when you feel like you're overwhelmed, when you have too many plates spinning on too many sticks. As soon as you get this one going, this one starts wobbling. Then you get that relationship going, and then the work starts calling. You've got too many things going on. So we started studying about a guy in the Bible that was at capacity. His name was Daniel. In chapter 1 of Daniel, and we discussed this in the uh, capacity part 1, we discussed how he had a standard that he would not eat food that was served to idols. And so they threatened to kill him because of that. And we ended up finding out that he leaned hard towards the Lord and the Lord allowed him to be seen with favor and he wasn't killed, which was awesome. But in chapter 2, he got another knock at the door and because King Nebuchadnezzar had this dream that just rattled him and worried him and consumed him, he got worried and he said, look, there's not a wise man in my region that can solve my, my, my dream. They can't tell me about my dream, so I want all the wise men dead. Well, Daniel was being trained to be a wise man, so they knocked on the door and they said, you're not wise yet, but you're training to be wise. You're dead. We're going to kill you. So he prays. God gives him the interpretation of the dream, which was phenomenal. And then once again, his life was spared. That was capacity part two. Capacity part three in Daniel chapter six Daniel has got some momentum now. King Nebuchadnezzar, he, 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 he ruled for, for many years. He passed away. King Darius took the throne. King Darius loved Daniel. King Darius had 120 advisors and Daniel was one of them. The Bible says that Daniel separated himself. It wasn't on purpose. Uh, in fact, many of the translations of Bible that you have says that he distinguished himself. He was a little wiser. He was a little quicker. The gray matter, uh, it just had more moving on. And because of that, he separated himself from the pack. Well, the other 119 advisors became incredibly jealous, incredibly infuriated. And so they tried to set him up for failure to have him killed. Well, they watched him, they studied him, they stared at him, and they could find no fault in him. The Bible says this, that he was above reproach. They couldn't find anything to blame him on or to accuse him. So they got amongst themselves and they realized that this guy, Daniel, the secret to his power was praying in secret. So they said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get King Darius to agree that anyone who doesn't worship him is going to be killed. And King Darius approved this law, um, and then they caught Daniel praying. Daniel wasn't trying to uh, hide the fact that he loved God. In fact, in the Bible, it says that he prays with his windows opened. Uh, he wasn't trying to hide it at all. But when they caught him praying, they brought him to King Darius. King Darius was upset that this happened. He felt like he got tricked, but nevertheless, the law is what the law is. And so the law that was written out was that anyone who does not worship King Darius would be thrown in the lion's den. So this is the third time that Daniel is now looking at death. Talk about being at capacity. When I'm at capacity, that means I've got too many emails at the same time. My phone is ringing too much and all three kids are yelling and I'm trying to, you know, balance all these things. 
when he's at capacity, his life is on the line. But I feel like if we use the same principles that he used, that we could apply them to ourselves. And that was the heartbeat of this, this series. So they took him, they threw him in the lion's den so that the lions could devour him. That was his punishment. King Darius told Daniel, look, I am praying for you. I hope that your God rescues you. Daniel said, I I hope he does as well. And he did everything that he knew to do. He got thrown in the lion's den. He's at the bottom of the pit. And they close off the pit. And King Darius goes to sleep. Now, this is how the scriptures read. In, In Daniel chapter 6, verse 19... At the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. When he came near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice. Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, may the king live forever. My God sent his angel and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight. Nor have I done anything any wrong before you, your majesty. So the whole point of this very short message, and if uh, I had somebody indicate that, hey, if I can preach for six minutes this Sunday, why can't I do it next Sunday? And I said, I didn't ask you. Um, (laughs) The whole point of this message, the one takeaway, this is a one-point message, the takeaway is this. When you're submerged in God, nothing can overtake you. When you're submerged in God. Now, from a very practical state of reasoning, how can you be emerged in God? How can you emerge yourself in God? I'm so glad you asked. I got three more minutes, by the way. (laughs) Two more minutes? A minute and a half. All right, so here we go. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on the clock. You didn't include my prayer, did you? You got to take that off. That that doesn't count. All right, so so here's the thing. How do you emerge yourself in God? It just seems so uh, Christianese. Watch this. There's two two ways to be emerged in Christ. And the first one is to be submerged in his presence. In Acts chapter 17, verse 29, it reads like this. For in him we will live and move and have our being. The person who wrote that uh, had this moment of revelation where he realized, oh my goodness, I am actually, you and I are actually in, inside of the presence of God. It's not that God is sitting on a throne and he's looking at us and we're looking at him. We're actually in him. The way you are standing in oxygen is the same way you're standing in him. We live and move and find our being in God. As you would imagine a goldfish swimming around in a fish tank, that fish is in water, finding its being in water, living and moving in water. It's the same exact thing. And so when you and I are emerged in God, that's exactly what it means. And the challenge for all of us is to be conscious of this. 
I, I tried to challenge myself earlier this week. I said, Frankie, every, about 60 times a day, be conscious of the fact that you are in the presence of God and just say one sentence to him. I love you. I thank you. I love you. I thank you. And I've made a deal with God. Every time you come to my mind, I'm going to give you a one sentence prayer at least. And you're in him. The second way that you are submerged, you're, you're completely engulfed, you're completely, uh, completely uh, submerged in him, is to be submerged in water. Now, this is a fundamental part of our faith. The Bible says this, and, and if you have your Bibles, you'll notice that it's written in red ink, which means Jesus said it. When you read the black ink, you pay close attention to it because it's in the Bible. But when it's in red ink, you, re- you read it like this because Jesus said it. Watch what Jesus said here in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Therefore, this is a command. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. In the name of the Father, and in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. What Jesus is saying here is, is that being baptized in water is a non-negotiable. This isn't something we do if we feel like it. This isn't something we do um, if, if we want to. This isn't an optional thing. This is a commandment from God. That we have to love God with all of our mind and all of our heart and all of our soul. And we have to be baptized. Now you say, why do we have to be baptized? I'm so glad you asked. I'm sorry I'm over nine minutes, but I'm closing up, I promise. Here's the thing. This is why we have to be baptized. Number one, some of you might be thinking, why are you hurrying? I'll tell you why in a minute. Is that what you were thinking? No, you're just enjoying the fact that I'm going fast, right? Okay, so it, it, why do I have to be baptized? I understand I need to be, to be conscious of being submerged in his presence, but why do I have to go underwater? That just seems like so much. My whole body has to go underwater? Yes, why? Number one, because Jesus said so. And if he says we need to stand on our head and spit jelly beans, then we stand on our head and spit jelly beans. But the reality is, is that Jesus Christ, Christ, the Son of God, loves us so much and never asks us to do something that wasn't necessary. Why is it necessary? Because number one, number two, rather, after the fact that he asked us to, number two, is that he wants you to go public. He wants you to say, I love you, Jesus, so much. I want the world to know that this is a big deal to me. If I propose to my wife and we get married and I give her a ring and she says, keep it, or pawn it and give me the money. I'm like, no, I want you to have a ring. Well, I don't want a ring. I want the money. No, 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 I want the ring. I don't, I don't have time for this example. But the whole reason why I'm giving her the ring is so that she can walk around and go, don't flirt with me. I'm taken. And God wants you to, in so many words, go public. Don't flirt with me. I'm taken. I'm taken. He wants you to go public. Number three, 
You see why I got to add stories? I just like throwing those in. But number three, the reason why is because when you go into the water, the Bible says that your sinful you, and we're all sinful, but when you go into that water and you come out, the sinful you stays in there, and you are now washed by the precious blood of Jesus. Jesus didn't die on the cross because he had nothing else to do that day. He died on the cross because he knew that you and I were going to need his blood to be on us to wash away our filthy sins. And when we come out of that water, it's something visual that we can see that's happening. Tracy's here. Bam, bam, bam. That's my old manager from when I was 16 years old. Yeah. Is Jennifer here? Is that your daughter? Oh, man, she's prettier than you. All right. So here we go. Uh, I want everyone to know Tracy. Go ahead, stand up. My first job was in Fuddruckers, and he was my manager. He doesn't, he's not the manager there anymore. I'm over time. I'm over time. <laughs> Jeez. All right. It's 20 years later, I'm still getting in trouble by my manager. All right. So, 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 so now I'm all discombobulated. So uh, what am I talking about? Oh, you come out of the water and you are washed and you are clean in the righteousness of God. We see it physically, but what's happened spiritually is far greater. Now, why am I hurrying? Why did I try to preach nine minutes and go over? Why? What's the big deal? Because today we're baptizing people. We're baptizing people today. And I want to share some stories with you. So we've got some of them on video, and I want to share them. But while they're getting baptized, I want you to be thinking about two things. Number one, is God speaking to your heart? If he is, what is he saying? And number two, do you need to be baptized today? Because if you do, you have no excuses We went to Walmart and we bought a whole bunch of clothes. (laughs) We've got sweatpants and we got t-shirts and we got towels and we got everything. And Robert, would you go stand right where we want everyone to go? If you want to be baptized today, the only thing you got to do is just stand up and walk right over there. And there's steps that will lead you up there. And there's going to be greeters that are going to go, yeah. (laughs) And you can change clothes and we're going to baptize you today. You say, well, I don't, today today doesn't feel like the day. No, today is the day. Today is the day. Today is the day. And we want to clap for you and shout for you and pull out our iPhones and take pictures of you and celebrate with you and echo heaven, okay? We want to echo heaven. Does that sound good? Take a look at this. My name is Michaela, and I was actually baptized two times when I was younger, but I never actually understood why I was being baptized, what the significance of it. I didn't really know what my faith was or how to define it or anything like that. It was just kind of going through the motions and I knew my head was getting dunked underwater and it was important, I just didn't know why. And then now this year, after my faith has been tested to a point where I realized that God was actually the root of everything in my life, that God was really my true Lord and Savior, I realized that faith actually does have abundance to it and it's really important and I know that through everything I can look to God and that's something that I feel like this is why this is like real this time it means something to me because it's my decision and 
I know that my faith is something that I want to show other people because it's important. And I want to thank you so much for bringing me to Celebration Church and giving me the opportunity to have all this happen, have such great friends, and have a wonderful pastor and everything to look up to. My name is Jessica Barnett, and back when I was younger, I had got baptized for the first time, but I had no clue exactly what was going on. So just a couple Sundays back, I had woke up and I thought, I want to get rebaptized. So I went and I looked it up, and well, I, I realized that I wanted to take, like, I knew who I was, and I wanted to basically make that a statement, say that that is who I am. So I would, like, basically, by being baptized, I would be putting away everything else and just being like, this is who I am. And, like, I don't know, making it more of a, like, a statement. And so... Then that Sunday, I had gone into church, and Pastor Frankie was talking about how they were doing this baptism thing. I was like, oh, cool. So then uh, I put my name in the offering box, and well, now I'm going to get you baptized. I just want to thank my dad for taking me and my family to Celebration Church. Hi, my name's Holly, and I'm 10 years old. And when I was 7 years old, I went to my mom and asked for her to pray with me for Jesus to be in my heart and that's why I want to get baptized because I love Jesus Christ. Um, hi, my name is Elizabeth. Um, I was baptized as a child and in a Catholic church as a family tradition I felt more like. Um, I am ready as an adult to accept God in my life and um, I think it's the right choice to do and also as my family is also being baptized as well so it is a perfect time to do it today. I want to thank my husband Angel for inviting me to Celebrations Church. Thank you. Hi my name is Eddie. I've been going to Celebrations Church about six months ago. Uh, I've been saved the same time as my dad has been saved and I think it's pretty cool that uh, we're going where all of our family is going to get baptized together. My name is Joel, I went to camp with the youth. I let Jesus come into my heart. Now it's time to get baptized. I've been out in the streets since I was 13. In and out of homes. Sleeping on the freeways when I didn't have a place to stay. drugs, drinking alcohol. I was just lost. And I always wondered why I felt so insecure when I was in relationships, jealous. And so person that I'm with cheating on me, lying to me, so I would do it right back. I got older, dropped out of high school. Got my GED after that. Went to college and I met my wife. The best thing that ever happened to me was meeting her. But when I let Jesus Christ in my heart, I wasn't ashamed anymore. Ever since then, I done brought my whole family in with me. 
I noticed a big difference. My little one is the heart. Every time we eat, he's the one that reminds us to, to pray before we eat. I was getting baptized just for me, because I felt like it was right. I didn't know that my whole family was going to join me. That's when I looked up and I knew. He answered my prayers. Thank you, Jesse and Myra. Celebration Church has been the best thing that has ever happened to me. My name is Patricia, and I recently started going to church about two years ago. Um, it was at the worst part of my life when I decided to come. Um, I was actually drugged here by my sister-in-law. Um, and I think I'm still going through my rough patch, but I think I'm to a point where I think I need to just turn it all over to God and be baptized and say, regardless of what the outcome is at this point in my life, I'm still gonna love him and I'm still gonna worship him. I just wanna thank you, Alicia, for inviting me to church. Um, you have changed my life in more ways than you know. Thanks. Well, my name is Lorna Esty and I have been saved from I was 12 years old by the Holy Spirit. I received the Holy Spirit at 12 years old and I was speaking in tongues and I did not know what was happening to me until after it was over. But I've never been baptized. So I struggled with my uh, religion. And the reason I decided to be baptized now is because uh, the Lord has um, put, a lot of, uh, put a lot of signature in my life, showed me that he is the Lord and Savior and he has blessed me in so many ways because I've went through a lot of seasons, painful seasons, and seasons even where doctors have told me I cannot have another child and after 20 years I've had another child. I had a child at 40 years old, I mean I got pregnant at 40 and I have a child at 41 years old with a very good pregnancy so um, that is um, an indication that God He's a, a, a spiritual person, he's a healer, and um, he's the Lord and Savior. But I just want to be water baptized in his name. And this is why I've decided now is the time. Because he's been telling me these things for a long time. And I've been ignoring him, and I can't ignore the Lord anymore. I just can't ignore him anymore. I would like to express a special thank you to Paulette and Eric Morgan, my cousins, inviting me to Celebration Church. Because now I find my church home. My name is Susanna. I'm 17 years old. I moved to the States when I was 10 years old from Jamaica. I recently live with my grandparents and I think that being motivated and dedicated to church and giving myself to the Lord, it's the right thing to do to get baptized because I want to show him that I love him and just motivate myself to him. I want to thank my grandma Lorna and Steve for taking me to this church. My name's Betty. Um, I went to church when I was a young girl. I haven't been in 
years. Um, I never thought you really needed to go to church because I, think, I always thought if you believed in Jesus that you didn't have to go to church. You know, it wasn't, I just never thought. I tried a few churches and I just didn't feel comfortable. So um, last August, my daughter, she said um, she had found this great church. And I said, well, I'll go with you. And she said, oh, great. So ever since then, her and I have come almost every Sunday. At first, it's, it's hard. You know, you kind of find other things to keep you from it. But after about six months, I just hate to miss Sunday or, or Wednesday. It just keeps you, it just keeps you in line, you know, it keeps you uh, thinking the right way. And so anyway, um, the first day, Pastor Frankie said, uh, just give me a year. So I thought, well, I could do that. I'm gonna, you know, I've always, I've always believed, so I need to find out. So I um, just gave me my year, and this is a year this month. And I just decided I wanted to be baptized because I've never been baptized. I think my mother might have baptized me when I was young, when I was little, but I don't, I don't remember it, you know. So that's pretty much my story. You know, my life has changed. I feel more peace. Um, just things seem so much better. In the last year, since the first day we came to Celebration Church, uh, my life has changed. It took three or four months. I just kept coming. And I, I just feel like a different person. I feel peace again, like I felt when I was young. Um, I just feel really good compared to how I felt before. It's just kind of the bottom line, you know. It's, um, uh, you know, your mind wanders and you, you think bad thoughts and you, and I, as long as I come and I keep my mind focused on Jesus, those thoughts don't come in my mind, you know. I want to thank my daughter Tina for inviting me to church. It's been a, it's been wonderful. It's been a change in my life. I never really probably would have come if it wasn't for her. So thank you, Tina. I love you. Uh, my name is Mariah Lewis. I had decided to get baptized here um, at Woodland Celebration Church um, because. Growing up, I was never put in a place where I was taught to follow God or any teachings of God um, until probably about the age of 16. I was saved uh, by a sister of mine. I was brought into my life and um, kind of backed out of it again. Throughout my life, I have uh, watched many friends uh, and distant family members live wonderful lives. Even though through all the turmoil uh, they had gone through, um, they still had peace. They still had a faith that tomorrow would be a better day. And um, I, I want that. Um, so that's why I'm deciding to fully give my life uh, to God now. Um, starting this church only very recently, I uh, had come here uh, almost a month ago to the day, and uh, the first time I was here, uh, Pastor Frankie kind of touched down exactly 
where I was at at my life and pretty much every time since I've come he's touched down on the uh, on the same thing I mean just spot on so I just want to say uh, thank you to Leanne Maxwell um, thank you for bringing me back into the church again um, I owe a lot to you for that thank you My name is James Lau, and when I first started coming to Celebration Church four years ago, I was saved and baptized, and after a few years, I joined the military, and throughout my military experience, I experienced a lot of negatives along as a lot of positives, and there was a lot of worldly things that I experienced through the Army. So I am back out of the Army now, and I would like to be rebaptized to wash away all the negativeness that I've experienced. Thank you, Sean Breeden, for bringing me to Celebration Church. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. My name is Amy, and I'm eight years old, and Jesus came to live in my heart when I was four because I asked my mommy, can you help me pray for Jesus to come into my heart? And I'm getting baptized today because I want to be clean on the inside. lives in my heart because I invited him and to and I'm getting clean and for my inside not my outside and to because God is cleaning my heart and getting my heart clean hi my name is Matthew Schusler I'm 19 years old and I'm actually going to get baptized this weekend um, when I was a little kid, I actually, we went over to our aunt's house and um, she sat us down and started talking about Jesus Christ and how he is our Lord and Savior. And as a little kid, it just kind of boggled my mind. It was like, how can somebody be just that magnificent? How could how can he just help you that much and care about you? And the more and more she talked about it, you know, you just keep kind of smiling and being like, wow, that's, that's actually really cool. And um, the more and more she talked about it, you just, you just wanted to be saved. And, she did it and she prayed for us and I just felt that that was the day we got saved. And she actually handed us, um, me and my brothers, well, all of us a necklace. And I have two different charms on this necklace. One of them is the cross to just conf to confess my love for Jesus Christ, show that I am a Christian. And the other one is a fish to remind myself that I'm a fisherman of God to help bring others into Christianity. I want to say that the reason I'm getting baptized is because I, I want to confess my love for Jesus Christ and to just finally say that I'm ready to do so. And that's my story. I want to thank Ty and Lee Tillman for inviting us to Celebration Church. It has been a wonderful experience for both me and my family, and I can't thank you guys enough. Hi, my name is Justin Schusler. I'm 16 years old, and the reason why I want to be baptized is because I generally feel like I'm at the mature age to finally understand and publicly profess my, my faith and my love towards Jesus Christ and to accept Him into my life. Um, I generally think that being, baptiz being baptized in general is a really good way to kind of show that you're done with your old sinful kind of ways and that you're ready to change as a general person and move on and kind of mature and be the best person you can kind of generally be. 
Hi, my name is Bryce, and I am 13 years old, and I got saved two years ago, and today I'm going to be talking to you about why I think I'm ready to be baptized. I came here with, my parents took me here, and when I was introduced to Celebration Church and Pastor Frankie, I, I started to really get adapted to the ways of God, and I just, I love worshiping Him, I love, and I just feel like um, when I worship, I think He's listening to me and saying, Bryce, that's good, um, and he's, he's just saying that. Uh, he's, he's proud of me and he thinks that I think that he also thinks that I'm ready to be baptized and I'm ready to grow a new shell and I'm ready to like I just don't want there to be a barrier between me and God anymore and I think I think I'm ready I'm Isabel Ford and I'm 11 years old and I want to be baptized because I want everyone to know that I love Jesus My name is Gary Ford, and I want—I was saved at Celebrate Kids, and now I want to be baptized. And I want to be baptized because I love Jesus. My name is Karen, and and I'm eight years old, and I want to be baptized because I love, praise, worship, and pray, pray to God and Jesus, and they are my Savior and Lord. Hi, my name's uh, Joseph Bass. You know, we're recent uh, attendees of the church. I guess we've been here, you know, four or five times, and we've we've uh, decided that that we want to start, you know, make this our home church, and and um, you know, kind of make a commitment, 100%. Uh, my story is basically that that um, I, as a child, you know, I had a uh, kind of a cultish experience with church, and it kind of kept me standoffish. I always knew in my heart that I love God, but I just never really found a a place that I that I really fit in, and um, I kind of had a rough a rough go of it, I guess. <laughs> and uh, throughout, you know, my young life, you know, until we had children and we really wanted to kind of uh, make a commitment, you know, and uh, we just moved down here from Destin, Florida. Uh, three years ago and, and probably attended 10 churches <laughs> and really just haven't found anywhere with that we fit in and um, <clears throat> I, you know we've, we've sound, found that celebration is is where we want to be and we want to make this our home church you know we it really just has everything you know that us as a family want we were looking for a church and uh, we I actually saw a commercial for celebration church on the TV and uh, I just want to say thank you to the church uh, for touching my family and I's life and um, you know being everything that that we've been looking for. My name is Sarah and our family is choosing to be baptized because uh, my our children were all baptized when they were little as well as myself but I feel like when you're baptized when you're an infant it's not the same as when you make the choice and we talked to our kids about it and what does it mean to them and we were really happy with the answers that they gave and felt like they knew the choice they were making and we just want a fresh start and to truly dedicate our life to God and to just have a new beginning as a family. I want to thank my husband Joseph for uh, encouraging me to come to Celebration Church and give it a try and I really appreciate him for that.
My name is Alex, I'm 13, and I want to be baptized because I feel like whenever you get dipped in the water, you uh, get cleansed of your sins and just leave everything behind. My name is Emily, I'm 11 years old, and I want to be baptized because I feel like when you come out of the water, you're leaving everything behind and you're clean of your sins. Hi, my name is Riley, I'm nine years old, and I want to be baptized because Jesus gave his life and I want to do the same.